Hello, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to the Spiritualpreneur Podcast, your go-to podcast for business coaching with a spiritual twist. I'm your host, Haley Kay, energy healer and intuitive business coach on a mission to get you ridiculously excited about driving your business forward. Being a spiritual business owner brings unique challenges that you probably didn't encounter in the traditional nine to five. Selling yourself and your gifts, letting go of control, trusting in the universe, and believing in yourself and your inevitable success. You have valuable gifts to share, and I want to help you use them to create the business of your dreams. We're about to embark on a life-changing journey of spirituality, business, and expansion. So let's begin. Welcome back to another episode of the Spiritual Printer Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Kay. This episode is part two of You Can Start a Movement with Jennifer Jade. Episode uh, 13 was part one of our interview with Jennifer Jade. So if you missed it, go back and listen to episode 13 and then come back and hear part two. And how can I bring that into this business? What did I really love about the year I spent in network marketing? It wasn't for me, but there was aspects I really loved. How can I bring those aspects into this business? And so that's how I see, you know, what, Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I don't like that. Ooh, I really like that. I would do, I like, I, I really didn't like that. I, this is how I would do it. Um, so I continue to, to put it in a nutshell. I continue to, um, look to people who have done, uh, greater things than me. And then I kind of cherry pick like, Ooh, for my own kind of business mental vision board. Um, and then I just put that in the, just like I did with the Range Rover. I just put it in my mind and I picture it sometimes I don't force it. But maybe I picture myself speaking on a stage to 10,000 people. Maybe I see myself hosting my own conference. Maybe I see myself hosting my own retreat like I had for that Hawaii retreat. I saw myself doing that before I did it. And I didn't put a deadline on it. I didn't rush it. I didn't attach myself worth to it. I just knew that the impulse would come when it was time. Um, so I, I still work with people I look up to. Um, their energy rubs off on me. Their vibration rubs off on me. I'm inspired by what they're doing. I learn how they do what they do. And then I translate it into doing it my own way. Um, and I just keep following the North star of joy and that's it. I love that answer. Yes. I like, I love that. It's like, you see exactly. You see out externally, you look out at what other people are doing and then just take whatever you need. Like I see so many people who would follow someone that they look up to and then try to do exactly what they're doing, but it's yeah. not so much about that. It's not so much about following in their exact footsteps and doing the exact plan that they had or whatever worked for them because they were following their impulses. Yeah. They were following their soul aligned path. That's why they were successful. It wasn't because they took steps X, Y, Z. It's because they were doing what was soul aligned for them. And so, so many people, this is such a great point, think, oh, if I do exactly what they did, I will be successful too. But it wasn't the X, Y, Z that made them successful. It wasn't that they had a evergreen webinar and that's the secret to success. It was, that was their soul aligned path to the success they wanted. And that's why it worked for them. What is your soul aligned path to success for you? I'm so happy you brought that up. I love that. 
what came to mind for me. So you are doing your five day challenge in a couple of weeks. And yep. so that, that's something people teach, right? They're like, do a five day challenge and show up every day. And then, so I know, like I, I've heard it and I've seen you do it. And then I tried to do it. I don't know why this example is coming up, but I tried to, and I, <laughs> I tried to do the five days in a row. And I was like, burnt out like it just didn't people weren't coming I wasn't feeling aligned but I was doing it because I thought oh it worked for other people right and so that's the example that came to mind but for you you said it before and your throat chakra you have so much energy in your throat chakra that's what you love to do you love to show up yeah and speak right yeah and that's such a great example Haley of everything is always working out for us Everything is always working out for us, always, no exceptions, even when it doesn't appear that way. So you go ahead and do this five-day challenge and you're like, oh man, what the heck have I got myself into? This is exhausting. I don't like it. I'm frustrated. These people aren't showing up. I put all this time and energy into putting this together. They can't even bother to show up, you know, all that. I'm just exaggerating. But anyway, um, even that is working out for you because first- hey, you had the courage to try and see firsthand what it feels like. And that is amazing. That is a huge win to have the courage to even try at all. That's a win. Secondly, it was a huge reminder for you. Oh, right. I'm not supposed to do the shoulds. I don't have to do what other people did that worked for them. Oh, right. I need to tune into myself and ask myself, what's my most joyful way to whatever, launch my program, attract more audience members, et cetera, et cetera. So great share. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. That's, I I knew that was going to come up today. (laughs) (laughs) But, oh, I think also I want to bring this up. I want people to know about your five-day challenge though, because you're going to do it in a couple of weeks and I'm probably going to post this episode right before. So I'll have the link to it. Um, cool. Right before Jen launches her Awakener program, she holds a free five-day find your purpose challenge. And it is amazing. Everyone I know who goes through it loves it. It's, it's so, I don't even know how to put it into words, how amazing it is. Like How did you come up with that? Let's go there. Oh, okay. So we're going to be doing, we're going to be starting on October 14th. This might actually, and I'm not just saying this, this might actually be the last five day challenge. Um, I'm starting to feel the inclination to move to a three day challenge. So this might be the last full five day experience. It's completely free. And I know that there's people, like you say, there's people that do five-day challenges or three-day or 30-day or whatever. I've never actually taken a course in how to run a challenge, or I've never actually participated in someone else's challenge. So I actually don't even know what other people's challenges look like. Um, And I like it that way sometimes, because then that means everything I'm doing is coming from me and not what I I think I should be doing or what so-and-so did. And so I thought, okay, I kind of worked backwards. If in the Awakener certification, my program, if in my program, my intention is blank, fill in the blank with your own program. My intention is to guide people from purpose clarity 
to paying clients. It might not happen in the 12 weeks, but you can learn how to do it in those 12 weeks or however long it takes you. I give people up to 12 months to complete um, and then put that into action and, and see what your most soul aligned ways are and, and see what would be fulfilling to you so that you're not sitting in that finance office wishing it were Friday bummed out because it's Sunday, because that means tomorrow's Monday, but really get clear on what is it that my soul keeps asking me to do? Why, why is it feeling drained? And what would it take for my soul to feel ignited on fire, inspired, like pinch me kind of life? What would that be? That's the beginning of the awakener certification. That's where we start. And then by the end is, oh, okay, this is how I can actually help others with what I feel called to share or speak or teach about or heal or create. We've had, you know, jewelry and books and wellness centers and Haley Hoover's gone into publishing other books for people now. Like it, the, the possibilities are endless, but I know that's the beginning and, and that's the end. Like that's the intention for my program. So where are my people at prior to joining the awakener certification what do they need what would support them the most what could i teach them what could be the catalyst in helping them move from where they are to where they want to be uh, i know that the program can help them with that but what would even support them in even taking the program at all okay why don't i give them a taste test of what i teach about what i talk about see if they align with it. See if it speaks to their soul. I know I speak to some people's souls and not others. That's okay. I speak to whoever I'm meant to work with. And if people don't feel that connection with me, then there's someone else they're meant to work with. And that's all good. That has nothing to do with me as a human being. That took me a while to learn and figure out <laughs> and not take personally and take that as rejection. Um, so anyway, to me, it was like, Ooh, let's help them gain clarity on their purpose. Let's do the best we can in these five days, even though that's kind of the beginning of where the awakener certification starts. Like, let's see if we can start to bridge that gap for anyone and everyone. This is absolutely free. There really is no obligation to join the program afterwards. There's no pressure. There's no obligation at all. This is a free event. Everyone is welcome. Even if you have zero intention of ever, ever joining any program with me ever in your life. Because this would bring me great joy and fulfillment, that missing piece when I was in finance, fulfillment. If I could help even one person have that spark moment of, wait a second, I don't have to live and die in finance if I don't want to. Wait, there's something else possible for me. Ooh, and you start to even get a little bit of a vision or a sense of what that might be or what that could look like. And then the wheels might start spinning and you might start to believe that a new life is possible for you. Like you could pivot even just a little bit and take one baby step in that direction and one more baby step and one more baby step and one more baby step because that's all it takes. I always say small steps over time yield massive results. And so I want to help be that for people, whether they pay me or not. I enjoy this experience with people in those five days. 
whether or not they join me in my program or not. I enjoy it. And I think that is why it's so powerful. It's a powerful experience for me. It's a powerful experience for the people that join it. To me, it's like a retreat. Um, I've done a couple of uh, in-person retreats now. I've done one in Hawaii. I've done one in San Diego. So powerful to be in the room together and have these discussions or do these guided visualizations or these spiritual things, these practices that we do to help gain that clarity. And I thought, how can I translate that into an online experience? And that's how the five-day challenge was born. I think that was your question, was it? Yep. Amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. No, that was awesome. Yeah. Like I just, I think I just want people to hear like, it's so much more than just, I'm going to do a five day challenge. Yeah. You know, this is how it's so much more than that because it could be a five day challenge or like you said, it could be a three day challenge or it could be a one web. Like I've heard coaches do a one webinar and that brings people into their totally. coaching. So it, it really varies, but you, I know probably had all these inspiration and broke it out five days in like the perfect way. And it just flows so amazingly. And so I wanted everyone to hear that. Oh, that's awesome. Thank Go you, ahead. Haley. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Okay. We are way over an hour, which happens to me a lot. So hopefully <laughs> you don't have to be anywhere yeah. or if you do, let me know. Okay. Um, we're going to go into the, uh, okay, for some reason, this is jumping out to me. So something I don't often share, but I'm going to share with you is when I open someone's human design reading, it's like tapping into their energy. And I know you know this as a coach, because you probably get the same thing working with people one-on-one. Yeah. It's like, I, all of a sudden I, my energy transforms and I'm like, what's going on here. And so, um, it's very interesting. It changes person to person, but for you, I, I opened yours the other day to look and to work on it. And I was like, it just, it's so calm and like peaceful. And it was just, it was just so nice. I was like, Oh, what is this? And then totally random. This never happens. I look up, this is kind of funny. A skunk run, runs by me. That <laughs> was like, Whoa. weird. And, but every animal has like their own spiritual meaning. You probably know this. I know you know this because yours, your spiritual animal is the hummingbird, right? You often mention your hummingbird. Yeah. And, and so, you know, like there's this importance to animals. And so the skunk, I was like, what's going on? And I was like, oh, there's a meaning behind it. And I think it was just a good way for me to explain your energy. Cause I, when I looked up the skunk, it was like confident, patient, wise, calm, collected, assertive. <laughs> it was like all these. Wow. Things. Yep. That's what I'm feeling right now. It was so cool. So wow. I just wanted to share that. That's, you. that's me when I'm at my best. That's me when I'm at my most aligned. I wouldn't say that's me a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> But that I would say at the core, you know, if when I am, when I am aligned, that is how I feel. I feel peaceful. I feel content. I feel confident in myself and my abilities, but I'm not in that space a hundred percent of the time, but I definitely resonate with that. Right. And, and no one is in the, in yeah. the state a hundred percent of the time. Right. But it's like, I know what you've talked about this and I, I know working with you is you've done a lot of work of the inner work 
Yes. To know when you're in that state. And when you're in that state is when you're like tuned at Abraham Hicks calls it tuned in, tapped in, turned on. Right. That's right. <laughs> and that's when all those like ideas are coming to you and the inspiration comes. And so I think I just want to share that with other people is like, even if you're not feeling like that hundred percent of the time, notice when you are, and then find ways to be in that as much as possible. Cool. And not be hard on yourself when you're not, because nobody yeah, is 100% exactly. of the time. Okay. So now we're going to look at your chart. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we're there. So if you look at your chart, there's nine energy centers. So there's the nine shapes and you know, the chakra system. So it's very similar to the chakras, the root, the sacral, there's two extras. So there's on the very far left-hand side is the um, splenic center. And then there's also, which, you know, there's the heart, which is kind of on the right, there's the solar plexus and then the heart. And then the higher heart is that diamond shape in the center. That's how I see it anyway, relating it to the chakra centers. And so if you look at yours, you can right away see you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven white, they're white. And those are unshaded. And if you're looking at any human design chart, the unshaded, those, so the difference between the shaded and the unshaded is defined and undefined. And so what the undefined means is that energy it, we, you have inconsistent access to, it just means it's not internally generated, but what happens is you can pick up energy easily from your environment. Mm. And I know you already know this because that's one of the things you teach, which is so important for anyone with a lot of undefined centers. I have five out of nine undefined is picking up energy from the external world is, is a gift in that we're very empathetic. We can pick up on energy. Like I was saying, when I read someone's chart, I can pick up on their energy. I can feel it, but then it also needs to be cleared. It needs, yeah, we need sure. to take the time every day to clear our energy. Otherwise it can get kind of like clogged, like a drain can get clogged up, right? It just over, you have to clear it. Um, it's where we, but, but receiving energy from people, helps us to do be able to do different things so certain people you interact with give you the energy to be able to, to take on different tasks and things like um you probably know this being married like around your husband you get certain energy off of him versus like your sister who's coming to visit you yeah. said like you'll get different energy from her totally. right and so receiving that energy is a gift as well and so I didn't have much to say here because I know you already have learned this. Having seven out of nine, it was important for you to learn, right? To clear your energy. Um, but what I did want to talk about today is your two defined centers. They're very important. So defined centers are where you have consistent access to energy and it's the gift we have to offer. So we create it internally and then that's what often comes up in what I've noticed with people in their businesses, it's the areas where they feel most successful because it's the areas where they have that consistent energy, right? It's just there to be able to do the things that they enjoy. Um, and so for you, yours is the solar plexus and the throat. Ooh. So, I mean, the throat, you know, for sure. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> we'll talk about that one first. <laughs> So um, also the other thing before I, um, you can see what's also cool. If you see that, that 
it's called a circuit between the throat and the solar plexus, you have a full circuit. And so I like to teach people their circuits because the circuit is the area where they feel most successful because it's like, like with electricity, when you have a full circuit, the energy gets like fully utilized. And so yours is gate 35 to 36, uh, sorry, circuit 35, 36. And so what I called this one is the adventurer. And what came to mind is your podcast. Ooh, the soul adventure. That's right. (laughs) And so it was really cool. My nephew also has the circuit. And so when I was doing his chart for him, that jumped out at me and it was like, Jen also has that circuit. And it's like, so it was cool. Oh, that is really cool. I was thinking about you and certain things that you've done. Um, so gate 30, so the reason why I call it the adventure is gate 36 is the experimenter. So you like to experiment with life. You actually need a lot of change because you want to experience different things. And that's why it's so important for you not to tie yourself to one job, as in your story, one job you, you wanted to, your soul wanted to branch out and to do things and try different things. And part of your podcast that I know I really like, and I'm sure a lot of other people would agree is you talk about different life experiences and the things in your life that you've experienced. Um, And like, you're not afraid. I'm the episode I'm thinking specifically is when you talk about like ghosts, for example. So talking about like those aspects and things that other people might find interesting you know and then might be drawn to it because of that and and so I know you haven't put out an episode in a while so maybe that's why it's coming up but it's like sharing those experiences I just feel I don't know me personally with starting my own podcast I've been getting all these like intuitive hits and seeing things like podcasts are becoming more and more important because so many people are especially from the pandemic, so many people were at home, right? Podcasting, listening to podcasts was a way for people to kind of connect with others in a way that wasn't just like scrolling on Instagram or scrolling on Facebook. My dog keeps scratching at the door. I'm coming soon. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, Okay. Maybe it's like, I need to stop filtering. Um, like I was listening to a, a YouTube video about how podcasting is becoming so much more important these days. More and more people are listening to them and more and more people are feeling connected to other people through podcasting because podcasting takes it that next step up. So many people are on Instagram, you know, and social media. It's that that next level of connection that people yeah. get out of podcasts, like listening to interviews like this, feeling like they're part of the experience. But I was also saying this to someone yesterday is, also just listening to someone talk about topics almost makes them feel like someone's talking to them mm-hmm. right like I know I listen to people's and you do you kind of come away with this feeling of like oh I just connected with that person but also you pick up on the energy from people's yes and definitely for you with such a strong throat energy strong throat chakra people are attracted to that energy from you um in another reading I did, one of another coach that I had, I did her reading and she had a lot of heart energy. And so I told her her attractor factor was her heart energy. But for you, your attractor factor is this 
throat energy, this ability to share and speak, which oh, wow. I know people listening to this have already <laughs> heard, right? And you have this like magnetic way of speaking that draws people in. Like, I always found it interesting until I did this. I didn't really think too much about it, but I always found it really interesting how like you could talk for literally an hour, two hours or more, and I could just sit there and listen to you. Like, <laughs> it's really incredible. Like, That's it's really, really nice to hear, Haley, because I'm always like, shut up, Jen. You're talking too much again. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's funny. That's the ego, I guess, trying, trying to tell me to dim dim myself yeah no exactly because when people hear you and they're listening and they're like really listening even if they're passively listening like you shared earlier you can still hear things your coach said to you years and years later yeah and that's gonna have that effect on other people they're gonna like be like oh yeah Jen said that and I don't know why podcasting came up in this but something's important about it. Something about just sharing your voice and sharing the things that are important to you. And maybe even, um, so I told someone this yesterday is like you, you channel. And I don't, I don't think a lot of people really understand what that means or like that you have this ability, but you really do this ability to channel information that I, I don't, I don't even know. Do you want to explain it more? Like, do you have a, yeah. Okay. I will. I don't talk about it so much because why don't I talk about it so much? I think because the person that I'm, I'm feeling called to speak to might be wary of the word channeler. I don't know. It depends where they're at on their journey. Like I definitely attract a lot of people that are like, whoa, channeler. Awesome. You know, like I definitely attract those people. No problem. And I don't think they even care if I directly say I channel or not. They can just tell, they can feel it. They know, like they don't need a, a label or a name. Um, the people that are a little bit newer on their spiritual journeys and like kind of diving deeper into themselves and their soul, if they hear that word, it might sound a little out of reach. It might sound a little too far beyond what they're ready to like connect with. Um, like for example, Abraham Hicks is an example of a channeler that even I had a hard time understanding when I first started listening to Abraham Hicks. I don't know what year it was, maybe... 2011 or 12. And I was like, what vortex high flying disc? What? I did not get it. <laughs> Turned on to what? What is this woman talking about? <laughs> and so I just do it. And I don't necessarily like say that I'm doing it or talk about it, but basically um, many times before I speak and even today before we started our recording, um, I ask divine light. I ask source. I'll, I'll ask God universe, you know, anything of love and divine light to use me, to speak through me, to guide my words, to guide my actions. I'll ask, um, Archangel Gabriel to come in and help me to communicate in the highest and best interest of everyone involved, including me, including you, including every single person listening or who will ever listen to this podcast. I do that before I do any kind of speaking. I actually started doing that as a photographer. 
Um, I would, before I would go do a shoot for a wedding, I'd feel all these nerves like, man, these people paid me a lot of money. I better not let them down. I better not screw this thing up. I hope I'm not a big disappointment. Um, and instead I would shift into dear God, you know, dear universe, dear source, um, dear divine light, help me see this couple through your eyes. Help me to capture them in the way that you see them. Help me to capture their love. Help me to capture their emotion in the best possible way. Please guide my hands, my eyes, my camera gear, everything. And once I started doing that, I started noticing a change, like visible change in my images. And I was like, whoa, did I take that? <laughs> That's really cool. And so I started doing that again with, with my business. And, and especially if I'm speaking to like my group coaching, my awakeners, whoever, my leaders of light, even my one-on-one -on -one clients, or if I'm recording my soul adventure podcast or speaking on stage or whatever, I do that before. And what I will notice is that I will have no idea. I'll start a group call for my awakeners and I'll literally hit start, you know, and I'll have no idea what I'm about to say, but I just know that something is going to start being said. And the way that it comes to me is through, um, so I've said my little piece, right. That I just explained. And then, um, I'll start having either recollections of experiences that I've had or fears or doubts, and then how I moved through them, little anecdotes that helped me or kind of help walk people from where they are now and bridge them over to what's possible for them or how to walk through that fear or that insecurity or their doubt or how to get this piece going in their business or whatever it is. Um, sometimes as I'm sharing, and I'll just freely share without filtering, I'll think, oh, yeah, this makes sense to me why I would be talking about this today or whatever. And I just go with it. Sometimes I'm like, why am I talking about this today? Like, why am I bringing up this topic about what does this have to even do with anything? And those will be the calls because I've really learned now after six years not to just stop myself because I don't understand how this makes sense. I just keep sharing anyway. And those are the calls, especially where all the comments are like, oh my gosh, I needed this so bad today. Oh, I needed this room. I can't believe I'm crying. I'm in tears. I've written six pages of notes, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, wow. Okay. Like, so it's, it's nothing, um, like I would have thought, you know, when I first listened to Abraham Hicks or I, I would, you know, uh, read books by mediums and so on. And I thought it was this big event and it's really just following these inner impulses, following these inner nudges of, of what to say, what words want to flow out, what anecdotes want to flow out, what quotes I've heard before that want to flow out, direction, guidance, reassurance, love, whatever it is on whatever topic, it just comes and I just let it flow. Almost like I picture myself being a faucet. So I picture source, light, love, energy, God being the water. And I am just the faucet and I let it, I just open the faucet and I just let it just pour out. And, and that's, that's what I do. <laughs> I feel like 
people needed to hear that for some reason. <laughs> I love it. Because you can do it too. Anyone listening, anyone listening can do it too. It's I'm not just some special chosen one. This is just something that I have uh, asked, opened up to and allowed to move through me. That's it. I'm not any different than anyone. Anyone that wants to do that can do that too. And I think what I'm getting to is it doesn't have to just be speaking. Like you said, with your pictures, like you can, you, you can do this with whatever your form of, um, creating or sharing, or if it means like creating through your art, like your paintings or creating, writing a book, speaking on your podcast, even if you are in corporate, like I remember, having to think creatively, like, oh man, how am I going to help this couple get approved for this house? Like they got some things working against them here. And so I would just kind of like sit and I wasn't, I didn't have much of a spiritual practice back then, but it was just kind of like, okay, you know, show me the way if they're meant to have this house, they're meant to get approved for this financing, like show me the way, show, give me the ideas, you know? And, and so even in a finance setting, we're thinking creatively sometimes, right. And having to think outside the box. And even if you are journaling, right. Like that's how I first learned was just journaling and just, you know, I would say, dear angels, that's how I, that's how I would start my journal, dear angels. Um, how can I feel better? You know, and I found that that was a more powerful question than being like, why do I feel like crap? Because then you're just going to get a whole page of reasons why you feel like crap. And that's not that helpful, maybe a little bit, but what's even more helpful is how can I feel better? And so then I just boop, 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 this whole page, I would just let it flow. I wouldn't judge. I always say soul to pen to paper, not soul to head judging, filtering, and then you don't bother writing it down. It's just soul to pen to paper. And that's how I started the flow. And then I just changed eventually from it being on paper, which I still journal for my own benefit, my own purposes, but I was just able to translate that from journaling then into just directly speaking. But uh, so many ways, yeah, you can use it just even for your personal use. Oh, awesome. Okay. We might go to the two hour mark, but I just have a couple more things sure. we want to go through. So that was, what was I saying? The throat. Okay. Do I want to go with the throat or the solar? Keep going with the throat. Then, so you can see in your throat, you also have gate 12 and gate 12 is black and black is um, conscious. So you're probably already pretty conscious of this, but I, gate 12 I've seen called care. And uh, there was another word I didn't write it, but, but you're here to be heard. When you speak, you draw people in. And what I was saying before, it's your attractor factor. It's like, it's your, one of your strengths. And then the other gate in your throat that I also have that we have in common, because I actually, unlike you, I have an open throat center. What that open or undefined, because I have gate 16, but it's like, I don't have consistent access to energy in my throat. So speaking doesn't always I find there are days where I just don't even want to speak at all. Like I'm totally happy just not talking, which I'm sure everyone has those days, but to have an open center, it's like you're receiving that energy from other people. But I do have gate 16, we have this in common and it's enthusiasm. And so when you find something you like or you're good at, you're very enthusiastic about it and you will attract people who are enthusiastic about the topics you are. And that was kind of related to the podcast too. That's one of the reasons that you attract people is through those topics that you find exciting and that you want to talk about. Other people will listen to that and be like, 
I want to learn more about that too. I want to talk about that too, right? So that was your throat. So the solar plexus. Um, so gate 36 was the one in, in your uh, circuit that I was saying before. And it's really, it's about sharing your emotional journey. You're sharing your experiences. And that's, I think you do, and you know, you do this is you so very eloquently talk about those emotional experiences that have led you to where you are. And I know so many people can relate to that, right? Because I've noticed working corporate, I work, I say corporate, but basically working in like a nine to five job for big companies, that emotional aspect is what gets left at the door mm -hmm. or what mm -hmm. we're told to leave at the door. Yeah. And that I think for me realizing that's what I was doing, but ignoring my emotions meant ignoring my soul and ignoring mm -hmm. those signs and those things that were telling me, get out or do this yeah. instead. <laughs> right and that's what you share um another gate in your solar plexus is gate six and it's called friction and tension and so it's so interesting when I do these sometimes I write these things down because I don't have that energy sometimes I write them down and I'm like what does this even mean like what how do I explain this to them but you explained it when you were talking earlier about being a coach and I think the term you used was going to war with the ego you called it something else after, but that's kind of what this gate, what jumped out at me. I was like, oh, that's what I'm going to talk about later. It's like you have the ability to, um, when people come to you, and I know because I was one of them with like tense situations, you know, kind of like I was in that place where I was like, but I can't, and we have all the excuses and that tension from the ego of like, I can't do that. Or all those ego stories, all those excuses totally. that come up. It's four, 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 angel number. Ooh. Um, those 10 situation tension, you have this energy of being able to help your clients overcome that. And it's funny because I was now I'm thinking about it. It's like, it's so true. Like sometimes people who might not have access to this energy might not know what to do and like might not be able to support those people in those moments, right? And that's sometimes why like friends and family, they jump on board with you in your story, in your ego story when you're telling them because you're like, this happened to me. I know because my, my, my mom and my friends have done it and I love them for it. But it's like, I'm like, going off on this happened and this is what it means blah blah and they're trying to support me because they love me yeah but being a coach and also having this this energy that you have you don't get caught up in that and that's such a gift for people who are where I know I was um and people who are going through that is like okay that's cool here's how you get through it you know here's, here's what we're going to do about it. Or here's mm -hmm. how you're, you can handle it. And you offer it because you have the gate, you offer that energy, even without your words, which we know your words are very, you have a lot of throat energy and um, you can be very soothing when you talk as well, but unconsciously that energy is also being offered to them, even without having to say anything, which when I realized that about human design and this ability when you know which gates you have and the energy that you have coming into a coaching situation, you don't have to worry about the things you say or the outcome that they're going to have. You're offering people your energy 
And that's very valuable, especially to people who need it in that moment when they need it. Wow. That is so cool. I got chills. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And finally, gate 55. This is actually, sorry, second to last. I have one more after this. That's important. Gate 55, connection to spirit. This is an unconscious one for you, but I know because you've done a lot of emotional and spiritual work here, but you know the, uh, the importance of a deep emotional connection and to, your, to spirituality and how emotions are connected to being a spiritual human being because we're not just a physical being with a physical experience. We are spiritual beings having a mental, physical, and emotional experience. And so mm-hmm. understanding that and understanding that abundance is more than just physical possessions. Abundance is having an abundance of joy. And that's yes. something I think you really taught me too, is I was living life in so many ways, getting emotional again, so many ways, not feeling the joy and not thinking that I was important because I was putting, like I said, putting my emotions at the door and just feeling like my value was getting things done and being of service in my mind was giving all my energy to the, whatever company was paying me a paycheck every week. Mm-hmm. that's not that's not the life experience that I came here to have so wow thank you wow that gives me chills um and finally one more thing important for people to know if they want to coach with you that you have gate 11 in your third eye which is ideas it's called the ideas gate and you just have a ton of ideas and this gate is really meant for others. And you bring that to your coaching. And I wanted to share this with you. Um, One of your ideas that you gave to me while we were coaching one-on-one is to create my own Oracle card deck. And I did. Yay. (laughs) When do I get one? (laughs) I am currently, so I just had someone do like, uh, she helped me create the PDFs or whatever the images. I don't even know. I'm not technical like that. This is why I hired someone to help me with it. Um, but she sent me it yesterday. And so I'm sending them to the printer probably tonight or tomorrow to have oh them. Oh my like, gosh. Actually, I'm just going to create like a handful of them for now for myself. And I will definitely send you a copy. And uh, I'm also going to be... I'm doing a mastermind in the fall. And so I'm going to be sending a deck to each of them and like showing how I I read them, but that was your idea. And so thank you. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. This human design thing is really neat. And then it's also really cool that you're reading it and then giving me the, um, this, the stories because we've worked together of like, oh, this is really cool that you have this gate 11 and third eye with these ideas, because actually you gave me this idea. And so it's really neat to have the, not only just the reading, but to hear the reading from you and how like you're even confirming these things. And that, that is really um, just really uncanny to me, all of these things that you're saying, because I do find that when I'm in that space with a client or even like any, any entrepreneur, I love to talk 
to any entrepreneur because I feel like I just start getting all these ideas, ding, 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 ding. Um, or I get ideas for inventions. Oh my gosh. I wish I would write them all down. I have so many freaking in inventions. I'm like, why hasn't anyone done this? Why has anyone done this? Um, and I'm like, it's almost easier to do it for other people than it is myself. Um, I can do it for myself. Like I know that what I create is in alignment for me now, especially in these later years of my business, the earlier years, I think I was still kind of figuring myself out, but I know I can do it for myself. It's just like when I'm standing next to someone or working one-on-one, -on -one, or even if I'm on a call for the awakeners, it's just like, bang, 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 bang. And ideas that are outside of the box, right? Like I think sometimes when we're in our own heads, we're kind of like, okay, I'm working within the realm of what I believe is possible for me type of thing, right? And that might be a smaller box than what someone outside of you might see as possible for you. Um, so yeah, you've got the Oracle card deck. I know um, one of our other awakeners started doing intuitive painting, which was something we had talked about. And she had never even really heard of that before. And I was like, well, do it and <laughs> see. And she had people like signing up without even having to market it, without even having to like advertise for it. it was just word of mouth. And, and it's just, yeah, we, there's, there's, yeah, the possibilities are limitless. And sometimes it really is helpful to have someone outside of our own mind to mirror that to us. So that's really, that's really interesting. I really relate to that, uh, that concept. This is really fascinating. <laughs> yeah, that one felt really important because like you said, people with this gate, I've had someone else too. Actually, I think my other coach, apparently I'm attracted to coaches with lots of ideas. Um, cause what, like you said, what happens is you, you're getting all these ideas and for some people they might, if they have this gate, they might feel frustrated or maybe angry because like when you're out of yeah. alignment trying to do right. these ideas that are meant for other people I, I get the sense you already know that you can kind of differentiate between an idea for yourself and an idea for others but for anyone yeah. listening, if this is you know if you feel like you get all these ideas and you're like what do I do with all these you don't necessarily have to do anything with them you maybe are just picking up on other people's energy picking up on their ideas and you can just ask like is this idea for me if not, let it go. Yeah. And, and is this, yeah. is this idea for me right now? Or is this something that might be coming up on the horizon? So like when I first had the idea to host a retreat, I was, a, I was unhappy as a photographer. Like I was coming out of that stage of wanting to be a photographer anymore. I thought it was going to be all about this network marketing company that was about, you know, healthy supplements and vitamins and things like that. And I was kind of dabbling with, meditation. And in this meditation, I saw myself hosting retreats and I thought, well, what does that have to do with anything? And who am I to host retreats? And this makes no sense. Um, and, and so I didn't host a retreat immediately. I think it was four years later, I hosted a retreat. So, um, there's definitely, like you say, people who get a lot of downloads from source, um, and then think, oh, I, I've got to act on all of these. And I got to act on all of them right now. And well, what if I don't want to focus on one thing? What if I'm multi-passionate? What if I'm multi this? Great. You know, it's wonderful to be multi-passionate. Um, if you feel good working on several things at the same time, and you're able to dedicate the time and attention to each of those, wonderful. 
for me, I work best personally, one thing at a time. So if I have multiple ideas, because I, I have a vision for the awakeners, like it is big, what I want to do with the awakeners. And there's lots of things and different avenues and aspects and what we're going to be building. But I used to think, okay, I got to do this right now. Okay. I got to get on the phone. I got to start making these plans. I got to, and I would just overwhelm myself. Now I understand, oh, this is like, uh, this is like my, my business vision board, but just like with the Range Rover, it's not like there's this deadline or else, you know, I've attached myself work to this. And if I don't get it done by this date, I think I'm a piece of garbage and I'm lazy and I have poor time management and whatever. It's like, no, this feels good to walk towards. And I will take the impulses as they come, as they feel good. And I'll start knocking those dominoes down one by one um, in, in time. And like you say, good point as well. You might be picking up on other ideas too, that, you know, if they don't feel joyful and inspired to you, then maybe they just are other people's like those inventions. I watch shark tank. I love seeing other people's ideas and I'm like, Oh, and then they should do this and add this. And Oh, why didn't they change it to be more like this? And, and so I'll get all these downloads, but I know that they're not, I'm not going to go out and, and create like, okay, here's my invention that I want someone else to do. Someone make billions of dollars doing this, and all I want is is one of them. I think it would be so cool. You know how they've created cameras that are so sensitive, and I would understand how that would be possible now that I understand how a camera works and how it captures light. So they can make cameras that are so sensitive now to light that they can capture your aura, like you can get aura photography, right? Wouldn't it be so cool and technology is like warp speed at this point and it's only going to get fast, like keep going. If there was a, a way to have a direct line to your deceased loved ones, like, like almost like a telephone or like, like, like how a camera can capture aura, wouldn't it be so cool if there was a voice recorder that could capture your loved one that's passed giving you a message. Hello. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. I think that would be freaking amazing. But am I going to go like, do I feel the impulse to like, go get a patent on this and find the technologists that are going to No, no, that's not, that's not something I feel called to do. Cool. Tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But that just goes, goes to show, you know, for people. Because yeah. that's sometimes what I know is happening to me at the beginning of my business is like, I was get, seeing what all of these other people were doing and I was getting all these ideas from other people and I was like overwhelmed and I was like, yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's just, what can you do? What can you do right now? What feels good right now? And like, even this podcast, for example, I don't know why podcasting keeps coming up over and over again in your reading, but for me, like, I think I had heard yours and I knew it was a way to reach people and to promote ourselves and to, you know, connect with people in a new way. And my immediate reaction was, nope, not doing that. Like I knew I'm just, I know myself as not, I don't think of myself as a talker. Um, I can, but, and so 
my whole life, people either told me like, you're really quiet or you're really chatty. And I just never knew where I was. And I'm realizing now it's depending on who I was around and I'm picking up on their energy. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, when I first thought to a podcast, I was like, yeah, nope, not happening. And then it was just like, over time, the idea just wouldn't go away. And then I, a name came to me and then the things I wanted to do. And I was like, okay, I can't deny this anymore. This is something that's meant for me. And then when I started taking the steps and they felt in alignment, that's yeah. when it started coming together. I didn't need to force this. I actually haven't forced exactly. any of it. It was just like each step of the way was like, do I want to do this now? And then, okay, I need somebody to, to interview. And then they just like, for whatever reason appeared. And then I asked and people said yes. And, and, and for asking you too, like for a while, I'm going to be honest, I was like afraid. I was like, I don't know if I can interview Jen. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. And then I was doing a challenge and it was like, ask three people to be like on their podcast or you have them on yours. And I was like, okay, this is a sign. I have to ask three people who are the three people and you were one of them. Cool. I'm so happy. And I know you've told the story too. There were people you wanted on your podcast and you just have to just take the step, even though it feels scary. Like I knew I wanted to do it, but that's the difference between pushing yourself to do something you don't want to do and wanting something and feeling the fear. There's a very, you have to play with that difference. Yeah. Because if you're just, sometimes the ego convinces you, I put it in air quotes, that you don't want to do something, even though your soul knows you want to. Yeah. Um, And so there's a distinction between I don't versus I'm feeling afraid and I just need to lean in and see why. Good point. And yeah. Oh. We went two hours. I'm not really surprised. I had so many. No. So glad. I was. I wasn't sure what topics we were going to talk about today, and I think we touched on all of them. So that's pretty incredible. Yay! Well, I loved every second. It felt like five minutes, and I just. I'm gonna. I'm really into this human design thing now. Like, I just find it fascinating because it was so accurate. Like. So many things you said are very specific to me and not just like, oh, you know, you're a, a nice person and you want to do good for others. Like it was very, very specific. So very fascinating. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. Yeah, I, I really want people to hear that. The, the differences and like listening to other people's too. You know, sometimes we hear ourselves and we're like, well, yeah, that's the way I am. But then hearing other people's and realizing like, oh, that's very specific to them and this is why you know sometimes people look at other coaches like you and think I, I want to do what she's doing and maybe it feels not in alignment because there are things that really are in alignment for you and not right. the other person like we were saying before and so I really hope that's something that I deliver through sharing absolutely okay well Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're going to say goodbye, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for having me, Haley. That was awesome, and thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about today's guests, you can find their links and contact information in the show notes below. You can also find me, Haley Kay, on Instagram at Haley Kay Coaching 
or grab your copy of the Spiritualpreneur Planner and sign up for my email list where you'll be kept in the know on upcoming episodes, exciting events, and bonus resources to help you grow your spiritual business. Did you love this episode? Please be sure to like, subscribe, and write a review so we can spread this information to more spiritualpreneurs like you. See you next time.